Zombified. Hello and welcome to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I'm your host, Adam Castor. Here is always my co-host, Ed Birdsall. Mr. Birdsall, are you ready for this mini-series? Hooray. Mock drafts. That's exactly what I'm looking for. Oh. Clearly only one of us was enthusiastic today. Or is I do mock drafts every day. I know. I do mock drafts every day. Yeah, but like, that's just by yourself. You know, it's more fun to talk stuff out with somebody Not else. Now. Not now. There's there's a column coming out on Fantasy Pros. I believe it's coming out next week uh, of a mock that 12 of us did on Tuesday. So, of course, through Fantasy Pros and through being a member of the Expert Consensus Rankings, I am now doing more mocks than I've ever done in my life. And, yeah, it's painful. All all different colors, shapes, and sizes. Well, this mini-series that we're doing is... We're each week we're gonna do a mock draft at each draft position in a 10 team league. And we're gonna show you well, some strategies will probably be similar depending on on the pick, but you know, different strategies that you can do for each pick, whatever you land wherever you land in the lottery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then there are there are a thousand different directions that you can go, uh different formats different uh team building strategies that you can go with we're going to try and cover them all as we go through uh 10 picks i mean we'll be doing um 10 of these so i think eventually you you know everyone's going to get the message of you know what what you're going what you're going to kind of be looking at as you go uh, into the draft i think the most important thing that'll be interesting is you'll be you'll be able to see how adp and ECR is kind of shifting as we go throughout the summer because it's Memorial Day weekend. It's the first official weekend of summer, which means that, you know, we're getting much, much, much closer to to fantasy drafts. So buckle up. I mean, we're just kind of getting we're dipping our toes into what draft season is going to be, because eventually, I mean, we're going we're going into June. It's going to be June next week. And I know it's crazy. June, after June comes July. And what comes with July? Opening of training camps. What comes with the opening of training camps? Preseason. What comes with preseason? The end of preseason. What comes with the end of preseason? Fantasy drafts. So we are, we're getting there. I think for a lot of people that think, you know, oh, I have time, I have time. You watch how quickly it goes. Because we're here on May 25th. We're here on May 25th. It's going to be August 25th really, really quick. Yep, that's correct. And I'll give you a three guesses as to what we'll be doing strategy-wise as we get later and later into the mini-series. Uh, what is zero RB? Correct. My favorite. But that's further down the line. We're starting with the first overall pick, Mazel Tov. We won the first overall pick in this mock draft mm-hmm. in this 10-team league. And um, the the positions are going to be pretty standard as we go through this. So I think I'm probably only going to read the read this once um, at the start. But um, 
We have one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, one flex, one kicker, and seven bench spots, and one defense. And this is in full PPR as well. Yes, it is. All right. Are you ready to join? Also, you want to wait, sync your league settings to ESPN if that affects anything? I don't think it does, but just in case. Oh, wait, no. You can actually sync in your rules. You could bring in the rules from a league from one of your fantasy leagues. So never mind. Well, hopefully, hopefully we don't get we don't get me grading my own draft again. Be pretty funny if we did. Be pretty funny if we did. I give myself a seven point five out of ten. I, I get a draft where I don't love it, and I say that I hate my own draft. Listen, every, everyone has gone into a draft and said, oh, I'm going to have a great draft, and then come out of a draft saying, man, I fucking hate this team. And you know what's funny? The team that you end up hating is the team that ends up doing the best. Yep. Always. All right. Always. So who do you want to pick first overall? Uh, Justin Jefferson. Oh, we're starting early mm-hmm. with zero RB. Well, no, not starting. Not, not necessarily starting early, but just taking Justin Jefferson at one. And then seeing what kind of team you could build around it. Not saying we go zero RB necessarily, but just taking Jefferson at one because I feel like, yeah, McCaffrey taking a running back at one. I think everybody knows what that's looking like. Let's just start it hot. Let's start it hot. Justin Jefferson at number one and not necessarily locking ourselves into zero RB, but just kind of seeing what we're left with the two, the two three turn and kind of seeing what kind of team we, we come up with while taking Justin Jefferson at number one. Okay, go for it. Because eventually, if we, we're going to take running back in the first round at some point in one of these mocks, in multiple of these mocks. First one, start off hot. And it's a top player. I mean, what do you expect? What do you expect? The guy the guy is just... He is a top player. He is, he, he is a top player, let me tell you. And Adam, I'm so sorry. I got to read all these names out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is going to be a running theme because it's, there's like a million years between picks for us. Well, eventually it does get better and then it just gets infinitely worse again. So after Justin Jefferson, it was Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, Saquon Barkley, Travis Kelsey, Tony Pollard at the 1-6 is kind of an interesting pick. Interesting. Very interesting. And right now, Tony Pollard is not getting a lot of love. In the uh, in the ADP, he's going twenty sixth overall right now. Yeah, this seems a little high though. Um, maybe, maybe. I mean, over Jonathan Taylor, Bijan, yeah, Derrick Henry, yeah. But Jamar I Chase. have him at, I have him at twelve in 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 my full rank. So if somebody loves Tony Pollard that much, I, I don't think it's that. Terrible. Obviously, the Zeke domino has to fall. I, I think everyone will feel a lot more comfortable if Zeke were to sign elsewhere because I just keep on having these real war pains that Zeke is going to be back with the Cowboys and then we're just going to be doing the same sort of situation again. Which yeah. obviously was, was great for Tony Pollard. It, it, for fantasy, it was great. But I think a lot of people really do want to see Tony Pollard getting like the 75-25% 
work 70 30 something along those lines and i mean that's the thing is that with tony pollard like he was great at the end of last season and i love tony pollard but you just have to think about will he be able to do this for a full season as the as number one guy and coming off of an injury and coming off of an injury which is something that no one has talked about either is and i i've heard that he's good. I've heard that they expect him ready for camp and and, and all of that. I, I don't I don't know. Gotta see yeah, how he looks. Gotta, gotta like, definitely have to see how he looks. I'm not even down on Tony Pollard either. I'm just like, this is just like healthy skepticism at this point. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 you have to be. You have to be a little a little bit because he's never as of right now, he's he is the guy. For the Cowboys, and you have to wonder, you know, he was a 55-45, if not 50-50 guy last year with him and him and Ezekiel Elliott. He obviously was more productive in a limited snap share. What's gonna happen if he's the only guy? Is he is he as efficient and is he as good? That's obviously a big question that has to be asked, but that doesn't stop me from really liking Tony Pollard as a uh as a borderline top ten pick. Like if someone if someone were to take him at, inside the top ten, I really wouldn't be surprised. But the whole the whole Zeke thing is definitely it definitely is going to be a deterrent if it if it happens. I think there'll be a lot of managers out there that'll be a little bit worried that the Cowboys will just use Zeke just to use Zeke. Yep. And then after Tony Pollard, it was Jonathan Taylor, Bijan Robinson, Jamar Chase, and Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, Ramondre, how long, Ramondre how long the top been? ten is really interesting. Since the Patriots running back has been drafted this high, I, I won't be drafting a Patriot, uh, New England Patriot player. I won't. Granted, maybe in in you know the amount of leagues that I'll be in, I'll end up with one, but I won't be actively going out of my way to be drafting a, a, a Patriot anytime soon. Ah, the Adam Castor strategy. I love it. Well, you do it out of spite. I do as it a- out of because the Patriots are lucky if they score thirty touchdowns this year. As they say, fuck the Patriots. Listen, Bill, um, Bill's a great guy. Round two. At the 2-1, Cooper Cup. God, if you can get Cooper Cup at the 2-1. At the I know. That's, that's crazy. Nice. That's nice. Uh, Josh Jacobs, Tyree Kill, Derrick Henry, Bruce Hall. Derrick, Derrick Henry in the second round. Like, what? I know. That's crazy. I'd say that's nuts. And what did that team get in the first? That team is pairing... Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor, Taylor with Derrick Henry. That's fucking ridiculous. That's crazy. Wow. <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. That's nuts. Um, Brees Hall, Devontae Adams, Nick Chubb, Stefan Diggs, Najee Harris, and now us. Yep, we're on the clock here. There are a thousand different ways that we can go. We have two picks here. Yes. So and honestly, there are a lot of really good options here. <laughs> we could go wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, running back, wide receiver, tight end, running back, tight end. I don't, I don't love ETN. Like he's one of the guys that, that's here. I don't love him. I know a lot of people do. I I don't know what it is with me and the Jaguars. But it just seems like Christian Kirk is like the only guy where I'm just kind of like, yeah. Because ETN, I'm, I'm kind of like, eh. It's not 
it's not a really sexy pick to me. I feel like I know you a like lot ETN, of people though, are going to disagree because he's that. so high upside, and you love your high upside players. I do, but it's also I. It's high upside versus relative floor, and I just kind of feel like ETN's floor, as we saw at times during the year, wasn't always super safe. And he's got an injury history, also. Yeah, that's also part of the problem. And they just drafted a running back in Tank Bigsby that is what his name says that he is. Is Great a name, fucking tank. And like. I'm not worried about Tank Bigsby taking a significant role away from Travis Etienne, but am I at least a tiny bit concerned that maybe Tank Bigsby has more of a say in short yardage slash red zone situations? I'd be lying to you if I said that I wasn't. Yeah, and I mean, you got to look at like how the Jaguars used James Robinson a little bit earlier last season. Before he got injured. Right. Um, you know, they wanted it to be more of a split, but then James Robinson, obviously, you know, he was more injured and then he got traded and it left ETN kind of by himself. So, um, yeah, I, I totally understand. So the one thing though, about not taking a running back here. And I mean, I guess this is the whole crux of the zero RB thing is that, Who's going to be available in the next in the next millennia before our pick? Oh, there's still plenty of running backs on, on this board that I that I really like. Like if we look at uh, who might be available there, uh, one of Dalvin Cook, Joe Mixon, Damian Pierce, Jameer Gibbs, Miles Sanders. That group, this group here of Miles Sanders, J.K. Dobbins, Cam Akers, James Conner. DeAndre Swift, I don't really mind picking from that group. I don't mind it. Like, I don't know if the upside is as good as what's on the board with with ETN. But I feel like I, I feel like they're 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 fine enough options. Like I'm looking at Aaron Jones here as well. I'm just kind of like, eh. Is Aaron Jones a guy that I really want to be taking in the second round? Like, let me yeah. just look and see where I have. I have Aaron Jones in my ranks at thirty. So, to to me, he's not he's not a second round pick for me. And I think really, it's like, do you want to have a team that's more balanced, or you just want to be really strong in in a couple areas? And we can take you know Mark Andrews, who's here. We could take CD Lamb, let's say, or AJ Brown, or whoever. Honestly, if I'm looking, if I'm looking at the board and my own board, I'm looking at the guys that really like who who are the dudes here that I'm like really, really just all over. There, there are a couple guys. I just want to see something. Did where's oh, there's Garrett Wilson. Okay, because I was like. Garrett Wilson's not here. So the guys that I ha- that I have, and they- these are in order. So the best two that I have available on my on my board are CD and Mark Andrews, followed followed by ETN, Amon Ross St. Brown, Garrett Wilson, and then AJ Brown. Okay, so which are. I guess what you're saying 
is that we should take Mark Andrews with one of these picks. Uh, yes, uh, I would be taking Andrews and I would be taking CD. That works. I'm fine with that. Cool. All right. So let's take CD. And then let's go with Mark Andrews. Start, starting off, Jefferson, CD, Andrews. I like it. I do like it. Oh, this is cool. They have an AD, they have ADP. Um, I feel like they, I'm sure they probably are already like always had that, but it's kind of cool to see. They always have. Yeah. Uh, okay. So after we took CD and Mark Andrews, it was AJ Brown, Travis Etienne. Amara St. Brown, Garrett Wilson, Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders, Jalen Waddle, TJ Hawkinson, Jameer Gibbs. I love Jalen Waddle with a 3-8. That's 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 nice. That's really, 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 really nice. T. Higgins, Kenneth Walker, Devonta Smith, Chris Olave, Keenan Allen, DK Metcalf, Chris Goblin, DJ Moore, and Joe Mixon. All right, so I really don't love the running backs that are here either. With Cook and and Pierce, maybe Cam Akers becomes an option. But basically, everybody that you mentioned, except for like Cam Akers and Davin Cook, ended up being picked in between our picks, right? And now, right? I was really hoping for Mixon. I was really hoping that Mixon would get here because if Mixon were here, that'd be an obvious choice for me. Um, but if we're looking at at who's on the board. One of the things we have to consider as well, and and this is something for all the drafters out there, is you have to think about the receivers. If you're going to go zero RB or if you're going to go receiver first, it doesn't have to be zero RB. You could just take receiver first and then go running back. You have to think about is there a stack that you're going to want with that receiver that you take? And odds are, if you're taking a receiver early, there's a stack there. Like with us, we're looking at Kirk Cousins or Dak if we want to do that 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 sort of stack. So that kind of takes us out of the Mahomes and Allen market, which, by the way, I don't really want to go for either one of them at this spot. I feel like there's an obvious running back need that we have to address with with this pick. I think it's it's receiver, running back in any sort of order that we want. Um, But just making a mental note of that where I'm already in my head, I'm thinking about, okay, we have CD, we have Jefferson, Dak and Kirk cousins immediately become interesting because Ooh, have, I say it all the time. The Cowboys stack. Also. I, I say, I say it all the time and, 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 and people, I don't think realize this or they, they do, but they don't, they, they do, but they, they don't, but they do subconsciously. If that makes sense. Where yeah, I know it. it it's what? a complete. It's a complete mindfuck. They they don't want to, like. Let's go with CD and Dak for example. I like CD. Okay, CD's great. CD has been fantastic for the Cowboys. Yeah, but I'm not really sure about Dak. How could you be unsure about Dak? But like CD, it looks you like a paradox. Yeah, you can't. Dak is going to be the guy that's throwing CD the ball. And if it's not Dak, then there's a big problem. Well, so, yeah. I feel like we have this conversation every year. 
where it's like quarterbacks and receivers, how much you have to factor in quarterback play when you draft receivers. Um, yeah, absolutely. Not every receiver is DeAndre Hopkins who can, you know, succeed with, you know, us at quarterback, probably. Right. And that's Although like maybe not of- with me because of left-handed spirals, but otherwise, um, yeah. I totally it's one, understand. It's one of the biggest downsides right now with 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 Drake London is I think Drake London would be a lot more popular to a lot of drafters if Drake London's quarterback wasn't Desmond Ritter. Yeah, and I mean they, that's why Garrett Wilson went where he did last year because well, Garrett Wilson was also a rookie. Yeah, Garrett, rookie rookie receivers never go high, ever. Bijan, the, th- the thing that's going on with Bijan right now where he's going in the first round is a borderline outlier. It feel like... never happens. Where did Jonathan Taylor go that year, his year, his rookie year? He was like fourth or fifth round. Oh. Because he was a second round pick. Yeah. The, 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 oh. Clyde, Clyde was one. I re- I remember that Clyde was one that was getting a lot of first round buzz, and we were here saying, "Nah, ah." Why well, not, Jared? Based on our podcast, weatherman Jared Fagione, great guy, wanted to pick Clyde ninth overall. Yeah, his rookie year. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then and then you know the game one of the season against Kansas City or against Houston happened for the Chiefs, and we were like, "Oh my God, Clyde's terrible." <laughs> Well, Clyde Clyde did score after like four tries from the five. No, I I thought it was a long touchdown for Clyde. I thought I thought it was like a nineteen yard scamper or something like that. Oh, well, there was one time. I, have, oh, I, I guess I was thinking of something now. else. There was a, well, there was definitely a time where he like they were on the two or something. It was just this past year. Well, that always happens with Clyde, but like I remember specifically in that first game where. It was like first and goal from the from the five, maybe. And they ran it four times with Clyde and they couldn't get in. Really? This first game? Yeah. You sure? You positive. Well, now I'm not. He had 25 carries for 138 yards and a touchdown. Wow. Really? I, I Yeah. I, I, I remember the touchdown. Against Houston? I remember the touchdown because I was sitting there in my basement saying, oh, my God. I talk shit about this guy, and there he is scampering away for like a, it was like a twenty yard touchdown. I need to go back to listen to that episode because I feel like I do remember us talk. We were definitely talking about it. No, what you're talking about did happen, but it wasn't in that game. Oh well, I'll have to, I'll have to do some research on that. Anyway, we 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 have to get this uh, get this moving. Uh, we are going to take who. Who 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 are we taking? Are we taking Hopkins and Acres? Sure. Fabulous. My 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 son. My son is coming home. Coming home. He's coming home. He's coming. He's coming. Football's coming home. Okay, there you go. Oh, uh, okay. So starting with the five, two, Michael Pittman, 
Damian Pierce, Amari Cooper, J.K. Dobbins, Drake London, Tyra Lockett, Patrick Mahomes, Tebow Samuel, Josh Allen. Jake, if you if you can get J.K. Dobbins in the fifth round, God bless you. Let, let me just see where I have J.K. Yeah, I have J.K. Dobbins in my ranks at 36. Like, if you can get him in the fifth round, God bless you. And and J.K. Dobbins is a guy that is rising for me. We could have I, I love J.K. Dobbins. The Ravens did not add anybody at running back, people. That's how you know. That's how you know. The Ravens are telling us Dobbins is the guy. Yep. Please scroll down for round six. Terry McLaurin. Marquise Hollywood Brown. Hollywood. Kyle Pitts. George Kittle. Darren Waller. Rashad White. Dalvin Cook. Jalen Hurts. And Michael Williams. So what I want to say with Mike Kyle, Williams. Pitts, Kyle Pitts at 63, I have Pitts in my ranks at 64. If you could get Kyle Pitts in the sixth round, I think it's worth a stab. Yeah, it is kind of an interesting run on tight ends here. Like, I think you know what you're getting with Kittle. You don't really know what you're getting with Waller. Like Kyle Pitts, Kyle Pitts in the sixth round, I really dig. More so than well, where did where did TJ Hawkinson go? TJ Hawkinson went 39th overall. Yeah, g- absolutely. Give me Kyle Pitts at 63rd overall over Hawkinson at 39th. All, all, all day, every day. Yeah, it's, I mean it, there it's is crazy that I'm saying that. Because I was definitely... the I was the, the the captain of the let's calm your tits with Kyle Pitts bandwagon. Ooh, that's a nice slogan. Thank you very yeah. much. Thank you very much. What can I say? Huh? I'm a radio professional after all, and I am a I'm a voice talent. But at 63rd overall, like that's nothing. That's I like, mean, yes, ab- absolutely. That's a shot that is worth taking. Kyle Pitts might be the best tight end out of those three guys. He, he it, absolutely has the most upside out of all three. And that's Pitts, Kittle, and Waller. I mean, yes. Kittle, you, you Kittle, you don't even know honestly. Kittle, the thing with Kittle is that it comes down to the quarterback play. Like, we don't know who's going to be starting for the 49ers. We don't know when Brock Purdy's coming back. We don't know if Brock, when Brock Purdy is back, if he's even going to be the guy. There's just, many, there's just too many variables that are going on with the 49ers for me to really be, like, super in. But then again, it's Kyle Shanahan, so it's like you have to at least pay attention. But it's like every quarterback is plug-and-play in that offense, it feels like. Uh, I yeah yeah kind of although I mean does Kittle take a huge downgrade with Trey Lance at quarterback yeah. what would you consider a huge downgrade I don't know him getting picked two rounds later than he already is in this draft so the eighth round at the at the eight four well, that's really tough. That that's that's really tough because what I would if if Lance is the guy, right? And I had to move Kittle down. I'd be moving Kittle down past Fryermuth. Fryermuth, by the way, I have ahead of Waller. Would. <sighs> That's really, really, really tough. Like, where do I have Frymouth going on my overalls? 
Let me just see here. I have Fryermuth in my overalls at 74th overall. Would oh. I move Kittle below that? I don't think I would. Now, would he probably move to like the 70th overall spot? Like 70th, 71st? Probably. Would I take him completely and just, like, drop him into round eight? No, I wouldn't. If Kittle were to fall into round seven, I, I think I would be taking Kittle regardless of who the quarterback is. Okay. I mean, also, part of it is just we just don't know with Trey Lance. Right, just... and I, I just want to say as well, it's like I'm I'm not hating on Kittle. Like, I think the sixth round for Kittle is fine. Like, I think that's, that's a really, really good spot for him. I'm just saying that given the uncertainty of the quarterback position, the later you get him, the better. It goes back to our conversation like 20 minutes ago where we talked about how you have to factor in quarterbacks when you when you are drafting in fantasy. Sure. Yep, absolutely. Uh, so let me just read off the, the team that we have very quickly. So we have uh, Justin Jefferson, CeeDee Lamb, Mark Andrews, DeAndre Hopkins, and Cam Akers. We're on the clock here. We have to take a running back here. Um, and if I'm looking at my ranks the out of James Connor, DeAndre Swift, David Montgomery, and Javante Williams. I believe Connor is the guy that I have the highest. Yes, it is it is Connor for me. But is Connor that exciting to you, Adam? No, not really. He's very boring. Right. And we have we have Hopkins too. So it's like do we just go back to our old buddy DeAndre Swift? Our old buddy. Hopefully he stays healthy in Philadelphia. I hope so. I mean, James Conner, like, he's due for a for some serious regression. I don't know if he's year. due for I don't know if he's due for regression. I just don't know how good like the Cardinals are gonna stink. Yeah, they're gonna be terrible. And James Conner is, you know, he's not getting any younger either. Yeah, that's also true. And and like Kyler with the ACL. We don't know what his prognosis is right now. He could be out four weeks. They could put him on six-week IR, whatever it may be. What if the Cardinals start out 0-6? Do we Are we certain that Kyler is coming back? That's a good point. And also, like, like if, the car, if they start 0-6, James Conner is probably not – is just like – he's like right. a black hole in your lineup. Right. So – I would much rather be on the guy, be be take the guy that I know is going to be on a really good team, in DeAndre Swift. I'm I'm game. All right, so let's take DeAndre Swift, and then <sighs> I feel like we have to take another running back here. But I'm just like I'm, I'm staring down the barrel of either. Oh. 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 We could go with our stack here. Just not the stack that we were talking about. Oh. Lamar and Andrews. Or we just continue to build on the on the running backs and go with Pacheco. I mean, at this point, then it's like, would you rather have the Dak C D stack or the Lamar Andrews stack? Lamar Andrews. Probably. For me. 
All right, so we're taking Lamar. Okay. All right. It's Lamar. Okay, this is this is interesting. There, there, there's definitely discussion to be had here. Oh dear. There, there's there there is a discussion. So starting with the seven two. Joe Burrow, Dallas Goddard, Justin Fields, James Conner, our old friend, our good friend, our best friend, Calvin Ridley, at the seven oh six. No comment. Uh, Jerry Judy, Javante Williams, Christian Kirk, and Christian Watson. Oh, my good buddy Christian Watson. Seventh round. I dig it. And then in round eight, we have Deontay Johnson, Trevor Lawrence, Brandon Ayuk, Justin Herbert, Daniel Jones. Bird. Please do the honors. 806. Oh, oh, oh. I was, <laughs> I was confuzzled there, Adam. The 806, we have the quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. <clears throat> to attack LaViliola, QB Alabama. Thank you. That makes my day every time you do that. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm glad, I'm glad there's a bit that I do that makes you smile. Yep. Uh, 807 is Mike Evans. Trail on Burks at the 808, and then Whoa. Isaiah. Whoa, yeah, and then Isaiah Pacheco at the 809, who still doesn't have a picture. That has to change. That has to change. I know. Okay, I, actually, no, I take that back. I take that back. I, I have I have Burks at 89th. Okay. All oh, right. that's actually that's actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. There's some right. other that's, problems. That's not with bad. The, that's not bad. There's some other problems with these picks, though. Um, the the quarterback run is interesting. The quarterback run is really interesting. Uh, where do I have? Yeah, Mike Evans, eighty seventh overall is pretty good. I think if you get Mike Evans there, you kind of have to. I was thinking of two receivers in particular. Ayuk and Deontay Johnson. No, Deontay Johnson and Calvin Ridley. Well, Ridley, we've discussed at nauseum. We've we've discussed at. At nauseum. Deontay Johnson. I actually have him. I have him in the range. I am at 75th overall. I don't know. I mean, it's just weird to me that Deontay Johnson went over George Pickens, who is still available to us. Listen, there is no way in hell that Deontay Johnson is going the entire year without scoring a touchdown again. He is in for positive regression i'm aware of that but i feel like kenny pickett likes george pickens more than deonta johnson uh, sure but either or is gonna be fine who's the guy that i like more more in ppr who's the, if i had to put my money on it who's the guy that i think is gonna get more more catches i think it's gonna be deonta johnson I mean, you have to remember as well deonta johnson before last year was coming off of a 100-catch season. Granted, that was also with Ben Roethlisberger. That's neither here nor there. Deontay Johnson last year, even though he didn't score, he still had 86 catches, and he had 147 targets, the second-highest target share of his career. So it's not like Deontay Johnson was just completely out of the game plan. It was just 
they they couldn't get the ball to him in the end zone. And to be honest, they couldn't really score in general. Like they had they had significant issues with getting the ball into the end zone. Whereas with Pickens, where do I have Pickens in my ranks? They're actually pretty close. I have Pickens seventy fifth. I have uh, no, I have Johnson at seventy fifth. Pickens in eighty third. Pickens last year only had fifty two catches in seventeen games. So I think Pickens is still the clear third choice behind uh, Deontay Johnson and Pat Fryermuth. But the second year upside with Pickens is is huge. Is huge. So I think, Adam, if you were to say to me you like the upside of Pickens more, I would agree with you. But I do. who would I rather have? I think at that spot, it depends on really what you need. If you're drafting heavy receiver – then taking the, the taking the shot with Pickens might be the move, but if you're light at receiver and you need someone that could be just be a steady you know floor guy, get you a solid twelve points in your wide receiver three spot, then Deontay Johnson would be that guy for me. Yeah, I mean you'd hope that the Steelers will be better, but you honestly you just don't know. Right, right. That's that's also part of the problem is that you you definitely do not know uh, with the Steelers. You hope that. Kenny Pickett will take a second year leap, but you're not you're not sure about that. And that's very fair. All right. So we have to have, we have to have the discussion. There is Mr. Kamara here. I don't want to do it. Like I'm looking at the other running backs that are here. I'm looking at Khalil Herbert. He's much more interesting to me. Yeah, or even but, go ahead. David Montgomery. Eh. Oh, that's true. Well, he's basically a handcuff at this point. I think he's a 1A, 1B. I don't know. I, You know what? I am. I like Khalil Herbert. Okay. All right, so we'll go with Khalil. All right, so we'll take Khalil. And then we have another guy to take here. Uh, we do need another receiver it frees us up to do what we want really but there's not a receiver really here in range i'm really am starting to like Jahan dotson a lot um in oh, my he had a ranks. great finish he had a great finish to last year i also like Jahan dotson well actually with Jahan dotson i have him one spot below george pickens in my ranks i have pickens again at 83rd i have dotson at 84th wow yeah Wide receiver is deep this year. It is. It's it's very, very, very deep. And even running back, even running back. Look at the running backs you could potentially choose from in round eight. Like, it, yeah. it, this is like the point of the draft where it does kind of dry up a little bit. But you're still looking at David Montgomery, Alvin Kamara here, which isn't and James isn't Cook. that bad. Like, let me actually just look at the at the ADP right now and just see the running backs that you can kind of get in round eight. Yeah, this is like where it it definitely dries up round seven. You're looking at James Conner, David Montgomery, Javante Williams, James Cook, all in that round seven, round eight range. And then it's just a significant drop off. Next best guy is Brian Robinson. Yeah, that is pretty significant. I do kind of like Jahan Dotson, though. Okay. Um, I'm I'm good. I'm good with, with trying for a home run swing there. And that that's the kind of thing that I think we're going to talk about a lot more as we get closer to the to the uh the actual fantasy draft. I'm really liking the second year receivers a whole heck of a lot 
especially in the mid rounds, like taking potential home run swings on guys like Jahan Dotson, potentially taking a home run swing on George Pickens. Uh, do you know guy guys like that where it all comes down to like we we've, we've talked about a thousand times. You could take a veteran that you know what you're going to get, or you take the home run swing on one of those young guys and hope that you can get a solid return on investment with that pick that you make, which is kind of what we're doing with Jahan Dotson. Whereas like the next two picks, like I'll spoil it here for for you. I'm sorry, Adam, but I'll, I'll read out the next two picks for you. So you don't have to. I'm so devastated. I'm sure you are with like Brandon cooks and Cortland Sutton. Those guys, you kind of know what you're going to get. So if you're, if you're thin at receiver and you really need that like safety blanket, then those are the kind of guys that you target. But if you're heavy at receiver and you know that, that you have like three or four guys that you would just start immediately for the first couple of weeks and then wait until, you know, you have a lottery ticket or two on your bench where you can really decide and watch them and be like, okay, let's see what they do here. Then that's the kind of shot. This is where you'd start taking your shots. And John Dotson is a clear, clear, clear shot. Um, If we're taking his four game pace from the, from the end of the year and turning that into a 16 game pace, he was over 1,100 yards. Yeah, and it again, quarterback is a huge thing. A for... Massive concern. That massive, massive, massive concern. Um, but there's also Jacoby Brissett, just in case. Yeah. And we saw how good Jacoby Brissett was um, in Cleveland. Yep. While I'm not saying that I'm confident he'll do that again, it's obviously something where it's like, okay, if the Sam Howell thing doesn't necessarily work out and they have to turn to Brissett, we we see Brissett be be good. He's a serviceable backup currently. Correct. Uh okay. So Brandon Cooks and Corwin Sutton went with those next two picks. And then it was Juju Smith Schuster, then James Cook, then it's JSN, George Pickens, David Montgomery, Jarek McKinnon. Rashad Bateman, Jordan Addison, uh, AJ Dillon, Tyler Algier, Michael Thomas, who is injured. Who would have thought? Uh, Quentin Johnson? Yes. Uh, Gabe Davis, Jacoby Myers, Alvin Kamara, and Kadarius Tony. Like the Alvin Kamara in the 10th round. Adam, if Alvin Kamara were staring at you in the 10th round, would you take that sweat? Honestly, no. Really? It's this. Well, in round ten, I guess in round ten, it's basically like free. it's basically free. It's free real estate. Yeah, it's 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 costing you nothing. I don't I, know. I, I think I, I I honestly I think I would. And and we all know my relationship with Sir Alvin Kamara. And the rest of the New Orleans Saints. True. True. You make a fair point. You make a fair point. Um, all right. So we're on the clock here. Uh, there is a pick that I do want to make. Um, it is Alexander Madison. I know he won't be here uh, pending the whole Dalvin Cook situation, which keep your fingers crossed. Alexander Madison, Dynasty, and Keeper League managers. Let's all pray together. And hope that Dalvin Cook is released and Alexander Madison has some sort of appeal. Because if 
Dalvin Cook is on the team June 2nd, then Alexander Madison is worth who gots. Oh, that's right. That's like yep. like Friday. Uh, a week from no, yes. not tomorrow, not tomorrow, as we're recording this. A week from it's a week from today. June well, yeah, June first yep. would be is a week, a week from, from a week from today, Thursday. Yes. So we're gonna take we're gonna take Alexander Madison. Okay. Where do you think like Dalvin him. Cook goes? By the way, I like if he gets great. released. Uh, Miami. That's that's the uh, that's the rumored spot. I hate that so much. It would just be another running back there, and it's just that's going to be a whole a whole mess. Um, As a Jets fan, I I hate it. Fair. Um, and then, ugh. If you're thinking about taking a receiver here, like oh god. It what about brutal? I mean, I don't know. Brian Robinson could be a lottery ticket, if not boring. I. What about Jamal? Like, if we're if we're signaling out Kamara for six games, like why not? Why not take the shot on on Jamal Williams for six weeks? Yeah, I could do that. Okay, cool. I can't believe it. What a great guy. My God, Dak is here in round 12? What the fuck? Who would have thought that Dak and Elijah Mitchell would be here side by side Holy in round 12? Hell. Uh, okay, so round 11. Darnell Mooney, Elijah. Right. Give me something. Yeah, give me, give me something. Elijah, give me, give me something. <laughs> Uh, Alan Alan Lazard, Jets legend, Mister Lizard, Antonio Gibson, Smaje P Ryan, Damian Harris, Rondell Moore, Brian Robinson Jr., and Jamison Williams. Ugh. Yeah, I'm sorry. Zay Flowers gets a picture before Isaiah Pacheco. The f- fuck, fantasy pros. Before Super Bowl champion Isaiah Pacheco. What the hell? Uh, Zay Flowers at the 12-1 and Zay Jones at the 12-02. Our Zay run is broken by Rashad Penny at the 12-03. <laughs> we had a couple of those, actually. We had a we had a Christian run earlier with Christian Kirk and Christian Watson. Two great guys. And uh we had a and now we have a Zay run. But uh Rashad Penny goes to the 12-3. Nico Collins at the 1204, Sky Moore at the 1205, Donovan Peoples Jones at the 126, DJ Chark at the 1207. DJ Chark, do 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 that's so good. And then Adam Thielen at the 1209. Great name. You're just throwing out potential fancy team names as we're doing this mock draft. 
Yeah. It's what I do. I'm a voice talent. I am a radio professional. It Says is the man who doesn't actually, who allegedly doesn't care about fantasy football team names. And yet here we are. I don't care about team names. I sing about things that are just on the tip of my tongue. There's anyway. so, There is a song, Tip of My Tongue, by Kenny Chesney that I could sing right now, but I won't. Yes, because we need to finish this mock draft. Oh, I know I can taste it on the tip of my tongue. Let it rock. Let it roll. All right, we could we could keep going. Okay, there are there are some not great options here. No, it's it's, it's like it's like pure dog shit. Uh, but Dak Prescott in the twelfth round, I just kind of think that's worth it. Sure, and it gives us our stack that we were looking for. I think. <laughs> Yes, I can believe it. Dak in yeah. the 12th round? Are you fucking kidding me? The disrespect. I know. That is that is absolutely a steal. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> um, now we have then, two stacks. You know what I'm actually kind of digging here? And, 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 and like, I know we don't have to. And we just go double receiver to end this, to end the draft, then just go defense kicker. But... Elijah Mitchell, where we I talked about I talked about this with, with Jake earlier this week. Elijah Mitchell is the most valuable handcuff in fantasy football right now. And he should be on the radar of every fantasy manager, regardless of whether you have Christian McCaffrey or not. You know what? It's not a bad idea. But then Elijah Mitchell also has an injury history. So it's like Right, but I, if it, it, if you don't have McCaffrey, he's just there. a lottery ticket. But if you Literally. have McCaffrey, of course, he's your handcuff and you're sleeping much better at night knowing you have Elijah Mitchell. Like, if you have Christian McCaffrey in a legitimate draft and you let Elijah Mitchell fall to the 13th round, you are living very dangerously. And you're playing a game that I don't really want to be involved in. All right. I'm on board. Take Elijah Mitchell. Let's go. And then we can just go double double receiver and then defense kicker to end this bad boy. And then we can oh. see we can see how I graded how I graded this draft. Uh right after us, it was Tyler Boyd, then it was Wandell Robinson, and then Evan Ingram, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, 13th round. I love it. Anthony Richardson, Kirk Cousins. David Njoku, Kyler Murray, Odo Beckham. So the the ADP, by the way, is not reflecting Anthony Richardson in the 13th round. The ADP right now is Anthony Richardson at 98th overall. So he That's is flying crazy. upwards. And I'm begging you, at 98th overall, don't do that. Yeah, I'm not surprised. But no, I'm still... not surprised either because he's got the wheels, but just d- don't. Don't do that. We've seen this story so many times. Well, he's one that I I could just see I could see being good, but I don't I don't really want to be in that business at 98th overall. I really don't. Why be the why be the person that takes the risk? Exactly. The first risk. Why exactly. be the first person to do something like that? In, in single digit rounds. Like if it were in the eleventh or twelfth round, I'd say okay. But in the 
tail end of round nine. No, 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 no. There's a really good chance that Anthony Richardson is absolutely terrible this year. There's a possibility of that. Yes, there, there is a, there's a possibility. I don't think he's going to be, I think for fantasy he's going to be very, very good. Um, but I just don't want to really be in that business when the quarterbacks that are going after him, your boy, Derek Carr. I know how okay. much you love him. Well, yeah. Who else besides Derek Carr? Russell Wilson, Jared Goff, Jordan Love. I'm telling you right now, I'd rather Jordan Love at 129th than Anthony Richardson at 98th. Oh, yeah, for sure. Easy. Easy. All right. Well, in the 14th, we have Dalton Schultz, Michael oh, Gallup, King. Hunter Renfro, Cole Komet, Gerald Everett, Jalen Warren, Greg Dolchich, Kenny Gamewell, and Zach Ertz. Who are we picking? Romeo Dobbs. And... Let's just go with the two best receivers here. So we'll go with Dobbs, and then we'll go with Alec Pierce. Sure. Just to kind of round, just to kind of round this out, Adam, would you like me to speed to speed run through these picks? Yes. Also, we could pick Justin Tucker. We can. We can. So in the fifteenth round, Jeff Wilson, Geno Smith, Devin Singletary, Josh Palmer, Zach Charbonnet, Raheem Mostert, Aaron Rodgers, Kendra Miller, Devin A. Chain. Devin A. Chain in the fifteenth round is worth the lottery pick. He is. But if Dalvin Cook goes to Miami, then no. Would not also Aaron Rodgers in the 15th round is amazing. Uh, it's kind of where I have him going. Really, I have him going high. No, I have him going higher than that. I'm going in, in the 12th round, but yeah, in the 15th, in the 15th round, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm in that business. Uh, it's... and then the 16th round, it's all defenses for the most part. It's, oh, it's all defenses Niners, Bills, Cowboys, Jets, Dolphins, Patriots, Eagles, Broncos. And the Buccaneers will go with Justin Tucker at and the Ravens defense. 10, and then we'll go with full Baltimore representation here. The stack. The Ravens defense. All kickers in round 17. And we get a B minus for this team. Wow. So the final team Lamar Jackson, Cam Akers, DeAndre Swift, Justin Jefferson, CD Lamb, DeAndre Hopkins. Mark Andrews, Khalil Herbert, Ravens D, Justin Tucker, Jahan Dotson, Alexander Madison, Dak, Jamal Williams, Elijah Mitchell, Romeo Dobbs, and Alec Pierce. Adam, your thoughts on this team? I don't know why we got a B minus because I actually kind of like this team. Yeah, I like I like this team too. I feel like our overwhelming talent at receiver and tight end overpower or kind of plugs up the whole holes of our running backs with because i feel like that's probably why we got dinged just because it's like you know we our running backs are our first three running backs here are cam makers deandre swift and clue herbert um but i i still think that this team is going to be would be pretty good in real in in fantasy if you drafted this team i'd be happy with it the only real holes that I'm seeing are obviously in the running back department and maybe in the wide receiver three spot. But outside of that, I'm really liking this team. Yeah, this team has some serious upside. Yes, I mean, if Jahan Dotson 
ends up being uh, what we think he's going to be, then we're going to have some serious decisions to make at flex every single week. Yes, we will. Uh, all right. So I did not, I did not pop up. That would have been funny. I did not, I did not pop up. D minus. Wow. We have some A, we have some A minuses. Oh, Dalton, Dalton gave us an A minus. Love to see that. My buddy, my buddy Dalton. Love to see it. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Basic Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. You can find all episodes wherever you get your podcast. For my co-host Ed Birdsaw, I'm Adam Caster, and we'll talk to you next time. Everyone have a lovely, happy, safe Memorial Day weekend. Make wise decisions. Don't do anything stupid. We hope to hear from you on Tuesday when Jake and I will be doing a BTPFS. We'll be doing one of those. Uh, obviously, we won't be recording on Monday because of holiday. So everyone enjoy Memorial Day. Go enjoy barbecues. Enjoy your beer. Enjoy your beach. The three Bs. Barbecue, beach, beer. Oh, and there's one more B. Yeah, this one. Bye-bye.